You have to send a request to be in it. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Go along. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, Beach. Okay, so I think we should introduce what this is. This is the most sound of professing our love for each other. Watch out, it's gonna get a hell of a PG 13. PG <laughs> Very graphic. I don't know if it is, but like, I try to keep it PG, but. We never know with us. We actually never know. <laughs> so this is episode three of Capitalism. Thanks. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Amazing title, can I just say? Thank you. Thank you. There was some back and forth about it, but we got it. We got it. Um, what is it? Today, we're going to be doing some fun stuff. We're going to be answering some questions. We're going to be asking some questions. I'm going to be talking about Portuguese myths and legends. And uh, what are you going to be doing, my dear? I am going to read you one of my favorite poems from my book. Okay. I'm going to talk about an announcement at the end. And Ooh. then I'm going to, oh yeah, and I'm going to talk about Claudette Colvin, a forgotten person in history. Love it all. Love it all. And can I just say, you look stunning. As do you, love. <laughs> I'll just say this is thrifted, like it is Adidas, which does Ooh. have like flat shops, but it is thrifted, so Not I didn't contribute. Yeah, so I didn't contribute to like uh, unequal treatment. Oh. Can I just say as well? I put a poll to say uh, who's excited for the episode or something like that. Yeah, and like most people were like. Yeah, and then there was one person who said no, but then still put an alarm to be notified of when the episode was, like, airing, and I was like, oh my god, first hater, I'm honoured. <laughs> They're like, I gotta come on this live just to piss them off. <laughs> um, should I say our first question from Halima? Yes. Our first question from Halima is why is Hosan such a biatch? And I said, but I said, um, Hosan is not. She is simply a beach. Thank you. I'm a beach, but I'm, I'm not a biatch. So, great. straight, Halima. <laughs> she also asked a question about like our views on uh, COVID 19 having a vaccine currently yeah and i really don't want to get into it like i just you can just agree with me that or don't that i think it's a good thing because it is a global pandemic and it's unprecedented so i don't really care i'm yeah. more happy that there's research being funded than not being funded yeah but if you if you want like up-to-date current information i suggest you look at someone like science sam who i follow who is an actual professional and yeah. can give you like an informed opinion about these things. Cause this is a controversial topic and I'm not It really is I'm like not it's, it. it's not just any virus because it's such a pandemic and globally spread. It's yeah it's very controversial. Yeah, I don't 
I'm just not about it. And it's the weekend. And I'm not forcing myself to talk about anything I don't want to. So, your podcast, your rules. Thank you, thank you. One person that I don't know said, uh, I am looking, but like as a question, I think she said, I am looking for a nice man. And I was like, not on this Insta page, honey. (laughs) In my head, I was like, not on this page. I am not a nice man. Nice woman, maybe. (laughs) I swear, Instagram DMs are the funniest thing to me because on one hand, you either have those spam accounts that are like, oh, Click on this link to see dirty photos, and I'm like, yeah, 54. Yeah. I'd rather not. Like, the only 54 year old I'm trying to look at is Keanu Reeves. Okay. Okay. Or you have those Persian, <laughs> or you have those Persian men that are like, I will sell three goats for you, and I'm like, I don't like goats, but thanks, bro. Thank you for the support, bro. <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> What was I gonna say? Um, we also had a question from Eva Lenny, who is a queen in her own right. And she asked uh, if we miss G Hills. Ooh, uh, don't miss the work, and I don't miss the teachers, and I don't miss Miss McNally, and I don't miss Mr. <gasps> don't be naming names! Oh my god, don't! Don't, don't name names. Oh my god. That was I a completely miss... fictional character. She yes. didn't refer to anyone specific, actually. I don't miss Jonathan Wayboat. <laughs> Basically, I don't miss school aspects of it, but I do miss hanging out with my friends every day. And our yeah. time clubs. Yeah. Well, clubs, yeah. I say, like... gambling. Gambling. <laughs> Um, I don't miss, like, a great amount of teachers or anything, but I did talk to some teachers during this quarantine just because I was kind of hopeless. Yeah. And they were really nice and kind. So I miss those kinds of teachers. And I don't miss, like, the overall work for the pressure. Mm-hmm. But I do miss, like, being in biology with Ethaletti and, like, having the chats and what is yeah. it, uh, hanging out with our friends and Positive Mental Health Week. Like, all the good stuff I definitely miss. Yeah, like actually hanging out with my friends on our birthdays. Mm-hmm. I miss that. I miss that. Like tremendously. But yeah. not the other stuff. Not yeah, really. apart from the actual school stuff, I'm like, uh, pass. Yeah. There's also one guy that was in like my questions and he keeps popping up and he keeps being like, just sending positive vibes. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um. <laughs> oh, but I do love those guys that are so, oh my god, like, a few days ago, my friend, right, she's pan, but she te- tends to lean more towards, like, dating women. So, um. Her number. Okay. <laughs> Never mind, don't. I'm sorry, she lives in Italy. Oh god. Yeah, she lives one of those fresco lives where she like, you know, one of those people that, that seems that just like such to be my life that it's upsetting. You <laughs> know, it's almost perfect. She's kind of a dick. I'm sorry. Uh, ah, be also my type. Oh, <laughs> oh, just gonna have to pass. Come on. But yeah, basically we were talking and she was like, I just had a guy 
like she's currently in between like she wants to date this person but like because of the quarantine they're kind of taking it slow still flirting yeah but basically Same. this guy came up With in her dms and he's like i think you're my soulmate and she's like why would you say that he's like looking at your pictures i feel us connect on a deeper level and she's like uh, hey, uh, is fake
poor use, honestly. Hi. Hi. What is it? No, like, I genuinely, I'm just like, I don't understand. I know, I just, like, you know a few days ago I posted a thing about, on my story about how I hate men? It was because I was so sick and tired of, like, getting hard. ass men. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, go on. Yeah, like, I swear to God, I'm just like, do they not have brain cells? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm just like, romance is dead in that community. <laughs> because men just kind of like, go in, they're, they give a subpar attempt of being like, oh, I'm cool. I'm nice. How are you? And then you're like, you're genuinely being nice to them. And they're like, nudes? <laughs> and you're like, you're like, what the hell is wrong with you? How dare you? Yeah, like I saw this meme a while ago and it was like, oh, um, hey, let's get to know each other. And then the other person was like, yeah, sure. And they go, oh, uh, what's your favorite color? And they go, triangle, can I see your dudes? Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like, that's such a crap meme. Like, I've flirted with more people platonically, like in a beautiful way than some dudes have flirted with me. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. <coughs> okay. Do you want to start with your stuff, or should I start? Okay, um, I'll start with mine, and then you can do yours, and then we'll just go like okay, that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, the first thing I have is two poems, actually. I have, and they're both from my favorite book series. One is about theater. Because I know oh, I love wow. theater. Because I love theater. Yes. We love and then theater. The second one is like kind of philosophical. Oh, so, wow. The first one. Yeah. Uh, My Silence Knot, written by Beatrice Baudelaire. My Silence Knot is tied up in my hair, as if to keep love out of my eyes. I cannot speak to one for whom I care. A hatpin serves as part of my disguise. In the play, my role is a batisseer a word which here means person who trains bats. The audience may feel a prick of fear, as if sharp pins were hidden in their hats. My ghost star lives on what we call a brain. His solitude might not just be an act. A piece of mail fails to arrive one day. This benignant melodrama is based on fact. The curtain falls, just as the knot unties, the silence broken by the one who dies. Oh, it's so sweet. I know, like the first time I read it in the book, I was like, damn, I need to write this real quick because this is just beautiful and I gotta oh. read it out to Sandra one day. It's so beautiful. I love it. I love it. We should have co-hosted together sooner. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what was I gonna say? Oh, speaking of which, beautiful poem. Um, but speaking of which, I was looking at like how many people have listened on the app and um it's been like 24 downloads and, and i'm like okay okay nice. this is pretty it's pretty good <laughs> a part of me hopes it's like 24 individuals but another part of me hopes it's just one of our friends forgetting that they already downloaded it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know yeah yeah if i listen to the second episode though like Thank you. I loved it. It was really nice. Clint and Laika were such good sports. It was really nice. 
Yeah, one of my favorite parts is <laughs> when um, I think you said something like, "Oh, uh, I don't." Baby, think you're hello. Hi, Diet. Hi, and Portuguese beliefs of myths and legends. Nice. So basically, this one is called Enchanted Moda, uh, or uh, Moda Encantada, which mm. is a supernatural being from the fairy tales of Portuguese and Galician folklore. So basically, they're known as very beautiful and seductive, and she lives under an imposed occult spell and there are shapeshifters that occupy limited spaces and are builders with stone or of formidable strength. Mm. So like that in that. of itself is like just, my God. But um, let's see their appearance. So this is all uh, taken from the incredible source that you should never use uh, in your college essays, which is the beautiful, the wonderful Wikipedia. <laughs> Sounds like you. It does sound like you. However, honey, her appearance is not like you yet, but you'll see why. Okay. The, enchant the enchanted Mauda often appears singing and combing her beautiful long hair. Totally me. Yes. Golden as gold or black as the night with a golden comb and promises to give treasures to whom sets her free by breaking her spell. Ooh. In Galicia, though, they are more commonly redheads. Ooh. Aha, uh -huh, I'll grow up back. You have to, so you join <laughs> up. So, according to uh, José Leite de Vasconcelos, Modas Encantadas are beings compelled by an occult power to live on a certain state of siege, as if they were numb or asleep, insofar as particular circumstance does not break their spell. Ooh, okay. Now, this is all very well and good, but I need to show you how it relates to both of us. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, there's some variants of, like, the specific Mauda, so, like, there's different types. Yeah. So, one of them is called Vicia Zamoda, and she, uh, or he, uh, if it was a he, it would be like Modu, or like, yeah. if you're like non-binary, I guess it would be Modu. Um, but basically, they appear as a snake with long blonde hair, but in some fairy tales, the being are beautiful Muslim princesses who live in castles at the time of the Reconquista or Reconquest and fall in love with a Portuguese Christian knight. <laughs> I love that. I actually love that. That's just brilliant. 
It's so sweet. I'm just thinking like how diverse, how sweet. And in other fairy tales, a Moda Encantada lives in a castle under the earth and falls in love with a Moor instead of the Christian knight. And funnily enough, these two variations are found only in Portugal. And many of the legends actually try to explain the origins of like a city or or like historical characters. And other ones present like a religious context. Ooh. I really like that. It's brilliant. I know. It's really sweet. There's like a bunch of them. There's like a... <laughs> Me. <laughs> what is it? There's one that's like a Pedra Moura, uh, and they're named for living inside stones. Ooh. So, like, it was believed that whoever sat on one of these stones would become enchanted, or that if any enchanted stones were taken to a house, all the animals in the house could die. Jeez. I know. But that's like, that's very specific. That's, That's like target. But it was also believed that the Pedras Mauros had enchanted treasures inside them. Tempting. So now you know why like, people take them. Yeah, there were like several legends where the Moda, instead of being a stone, uh, lives inside the stone. Right. And in Portuguese lore, it is said that you can walk into or walk out of certain rocks, possibly related to this legend. Right. So, also, uh, the Moda is described as traveling to Moda Ama, which is an enchanted place, while sitting on a stone that can float in the air or water. Oh, oh yeah, Mara, you're right. It probably is. It probably yeah. is. That would make so much sense. Clearly, Lord Voldemort did not think of going to Portugal to use these as horcruxes. He did not. He did he not. Don't. He dumb. He done. He done dumb. Uh, what is it? But there's one that would be great for like uh, what is it? Slytherin houses, uh, which is Moda uh, Serpent, which, as the name suggests, is like a serpent, right? Yeah. So like in some tales, the Incantada Moda is a shapeshifter who takes the form of a snake or cobra, uh, sometimes of a dog, sometimes of a goat or a horse. And these Moda snake may have wings and can appear as half woman and half animal and like to be offered milk. I like that. That seems very cozy type to me, even though they're murders. Yeah, it's very like um what is it? Like a cottage goddess. Yeah, it is. Like Yeah. Like you can imagine a little girl riding into the forest and you see this creature. Well, not yeah, riding into the yeah. forest, like walking into the forest and seeing this yeah. stuff like that. I think the one that I would associate with me is, um... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they didn't say what kind of milk. It could have been, like, almond milk, okay? Jeez. I don't think they're asking you to drink straight from your tits, like... Judgmental up in this podcast. <laughs> What is that? The one I associate the most with me, though, is this one, which is a bit, like, weird to me, but just because of the nickname you give me. So this is Moda Mind. So uh, it's literally Mother Moda. Gee, they could be vegan. True. <laughs> so this one is known as Moda Mind, which is, like, Mother Moda. 
and takes the form of a charming young lady who is pregnant, and the narrative focuses on her search for a midwife to help with the birth and the reward that is given to the person willing to help. Hi, me! <laughs> so, yeah, like, it's like a... There's so many different types of modas. There's, like, moda levaveda, who is a washerwoman, but she's only seen putting white clothes in the sun. Which, contrary to, like, the levadiers who wash bloodstained clothes. So, like, it's one of those legends that just keeps building and building and building. And it's very, like, tag yourself into which one you think you are. So I really think anyone who is interested in legends legends should uh, look, look this one up. Yeah, I, I think I'll definitely include those in my next journal because like it gives us the ask uh, ask of like a whole city of them. Like there's oh, so gosh, many different yeah. types that you can like, literally just have a city of them. Like provinces of specific modas. Like it's very the blood one. <laughs> That's Hazan. Yeah. That is Hazan. I will give you that one. I don't know which one I would be yet. I don't. They're really so. Cool. There's like a spinning a spinning maiden one who carries stones on her head to build hill forts while she spins the yarns with a distaff that carries at her waist. And that it is like the like It's true, it's true. But this one really gives me vibes of like um Newgrange. You know what I mean? Like a moda building Newgrange. Which is what if you just solved it? What if it wasn't the Stone Age people? What if it was a Moda who built it? Controversial, but all the Stone Age people were Modas. Confirmed. We've solved it. That's it. No more discussion. I will be looking into more myths and legends that are worth these, because this is kind of beautiful. But also, I think I need to get the book by, um, just, uh, what is it? Fernando Soa. His last name, Soa, means person, which is kind of, like, stunning. But what is that? But I, uh, his book is called Messaging, which is, like, or Messaging, which means uh, message. And it has a bunch of references to different myths and legends. So I just have to look into it more. Yeah. It looks amazing. Um, amazing. So I think it's your turn to share some knowledge with the people. Okay, uh, so mine's not as spectacular as Emota. <laughs> Changing my main my name to Dara Dana. Um, T, love it. You can't just say okay. that and not make us fall in love with you. How dare you? Like, your middle name should be something beginning with N. Then your name, your initials can literally be D and D. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Okay. Anyway, go on. Uh, yeah. So basically, um, because of uh, because of my love for history, I basically like to just randomly look up people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> do it. Put your middle name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, I was just reading through some articles, and I came. Actually, I was watching that Doctor Who episode about Rosa Parks. And can oh, I yeah, just yeah. say? That made me cry. I haven't cried like that for like five or six years, but oh. that was so beautiful of an episode. And um, I was just reading about Rosa Parks, and then I came across someone called Claudette Colvin, and I was like, 
who is this? So basically, Claudette is a civil rights activist who nine months or six months before Rosa Parks refused to give up her bus seat for a white passenger. And she was arrested as well. And she was one of the plaintiffs in the Browder versus Gale, which ruled the which which was basically a rule that Montgomery's segregated bus system was unconstitutional. And then after that, uh, Colvin later moved to New York City and she worked as a nurse aide and then she retired and thankfully she's still alive today. But basically, um, the reason that I'll first tell the story of her doing up proceeds. So basically, yeah, um, she was 15 at the time, right? So it was March 2nd, 1955, and she was riding the home the she was riding home on a city bus after school as normal, when obviously there wasn't enough seats for the white passengers. So the bus driver was like, okay, clearly the white passengers need seats, and these poor, hardworking, and um, black people need to get off. So he told her, you need to get off because this man needs to sit down and she refused she was like no way saying it's my constitutional right to sit here as much as that lady i paid my fare it's my constitutional right and she felt compelled to stand her ground um she she was quoted saying i felt like sojourner truth uh, was pushing down on one shoulder and harriet tubman was putting pushing down on the other saying sit down girl do not move and i was glued to my seat and basically she was arrested because that's what they did. Anyone who, any person who didn't refuse to listen to the law, unless they were white, they didn't get away Any with protester it. basically just yeah. straight away. Um, yes, they basically told her, look, you're going to have to move or you get arrested. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So they arrested her and there was this huge trial about it. And... I think there were four plaintiffs in this huge casing that uh, I think is nicknamed Browder versus Gale. And oh, yeah. yeah, so she, I'm not too sure if she won that, um, but she did have a role in her fight and the Montgomery, uh, like the Montgomery segregation. But yeah. people forgot that she was one of the first people to refuse to give up her seat. And the main reason why is because, um, hold on. I think because she was young. Yeah, it was because she was young. Um, she was pregnant at the time. She was a teenager, and she was too uh, controversial for the movement. Essentially, yeah, the, and even within the movement, and this is quite sad to hear. And I'm not trying to rip on Rosa Parks because she's one of my personal heroes because I relate to her so deeply. But Claudette wasn't as light skinned as Rosa. Rosa was still relatively light skinned. But Claudette was quite dark, so the mm. movement was like, um, let's go with Rosa here. And yeah, so basically, yeah. poor Claudette was forgotten. And that actually makes me so sad that even within the movement, she was forgotten. Yeah, it, it's rough. Yeah. Like, one of the quotes about her was basically a uh, clock. Like, Colvin did not receive the same attention as Parks because she did not have good hair. Like, she had very African-American type of hair, like, very Afro-style. Yeah. And she wasn't fair-skinned. She was a teenager. She got pregnant. And basically, the leaders in the civil rights movement were trying to keep up um, good appearances. And they were like, we want the most appealing protesters. We don't want them to see you and think that's our movement. You would essentially want either someone who is married or single. As opposed to someone who is young 
heavily pregnant. Yeah. Because, like, they had the choice between Claudette, who was dark-skinned, pregnant, and a teenager, or... She was quoted saying, I felt like Sojourner Truth uh, was pushing down on one shoulder and Harriet Tubman was putting, pushing down on the other, saying, sit down, girl, do not move. And I was glued to my seat. And basically she was arrested because that's what they did. Anyone who, any person who didn't refuse to listen to the law, unless they were white, they didn't get away Any with protester it. basically just yeah. straight away. Um. Yes, they basically told her, look, you're going to have to move or you get arrested. And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So they arrested her and there was this huge trial about it. And I think there were four plaintiffs in this huge casing that uh, I think it's nicknamed Browder versus Gale. And oh, yeah. yeah, so she, I'm not too sure if she won that, um, but she did have a role in her fight and the Montgomery, uh, like the Montgomery segregation. But yeah. people forgot that she was one of the first people to refuse to give up her seat. And the main reason why is because, um, hold on. I think because she was young. Yeah, it was because she was young. Um, she was pregnant at the time. She was a teenager and... She was too uh, controversial for the movement, essentially. Yeah, the, and even within the movement, and this is quite sad to hear, and I'm not trying to rip on Rosa Parks because she's one of my personal heroes because I relate to her so deeply. But Claudette wasn't as light-skinned as Rosa. Rosa was still relatively light-skinned, but Claudette was quite dark. So the movement was like, um, let's go with Rosa here. And so basically, poor Claudette was forgotten. And that actually makes me so sad that even within the movement, she was forgotten. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Yeah. Like, one of the quotes about her was basically, uh, like, Colvin did not receive the same attention as Parks because she did not have good hair. Like, she had very African-American type of hair, like, very Afro style. Yeah. And she wasn't fair-skinned. She was a teenager. She got pregnant. And basically, the leaders in the civil rights movement were trying to keep up um, good appearances. And they were like, we want the most appealing protesters. We don't want them to see you and think that's our movement. You would essentially want either someone who is married or single. As yeah. opposed to someone who is young, heavily pregnant. Yeah. Because, like, they had the choice between Claudette who was dark-skinned, pregnant, and a teenager, or, <laughs> or they had uh, Rosa, who was light-skinned, educated, and having a high fit, like she was a seamstress. Yeah. They, they picked who they thought would cause more of a storm. Yeah. Which is but, often the case with most movements. Yeah, I agree with you. She is an icon. Um, but yeah, I kind of see where they're going with this, though, because I suppose they wanted their message to be seen, and they didn't want... I suppose 
it's not too dirty against Claudette because they did want Claudette to be remembered for her message and they knew that if people saw her, they that's the first thing they'd think about her. So I don't suppose they were too wrong, but oh, I definitely... As well, would you willingly put someone who is very young, heavily pregnant, at the force of your movement where you're not even sure if it's going to be successful or not and possibly yeah. take her life? Yeah, that's true. So... Yeah. So I don't fully agree with the fact that they did her too dirty. I just think that they should have mentioned it a bit more. That's true. I agree. I'm going to sound a bit muffly because I am eating. <laughs> because I have to. As is the rule of the house. So Rule to survive. <laughs> um... What else did we promise? We <laughs> uh, said myths and legends. Uh, I said quarantine stuff. Yes. So that's very vague. I can keep that however I want, just right. Yeah. Um, so what have you been doing to stay healthy and well during this quarantine? Well, for now, since I'm fasting, I am... Um, trying to work out at least once a day and trying to meditate when I wake up and journal. Very good. Um, yeah, but I plan, like, after I finish fasting, I definitely plan on working at least three times a day, drinking a shit ton of water. I mean, a lot of water. A lot of water. <laughs> a lot of water. And, yeah, just kind of being oh, productive. What about you? keep in mind that um, you are finished your exams, right? Yeah. So it is much easier for you now to do stuff than yeah. in comparison, I'd say. Yeah? Yeah, like then it was really stressful. Like I didn't work out at all when I had exams. And that really affected me because, you know, when you actually like working out and getting exercise, it actually helps you think a lot more. So when I didn't do it, I felt, kind of felt like I was spiraling into one of my depressive episodes again. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. What about you? What are you doing during this quarantine? Um, I'm actually officially finished my exams as well. So that makes it so much easier. I have been stretching more often just to help with my chronic pain. Yeah. And it's actually helped a lot in saying that on my last day of exams, my neck was killing me. Um, but I've been very lucky to be accommodated with like exam support and all. Yeah. So that helps. Oh, thanks, sweetie. <laughs> Congrats, guys. Thank you so much. What is it? So um, that's been really good. Um, I've been doing more artwork because I, as you know, like for the past few years, I've kind of just pushed that out. Yeah. Even though I've always been good at drawing and doing stuff, but I've always pushed it out. <laughs> That's kind of why I started this podcast, was just, like, both to keep in touch with you guys, which actually helps me a lot, um, but also to kind of face my fears in terms of, like, perfectionism, productivity, and um, dealing with my mental health in a more open way, because yeah. I've been very closed off about it in the past. So... That's what I've been doing. But I've also would like to say, like, I would not um, say for anyone to feel pressured to be productive during all this. 
or yeah. I just happen to be productive because that's how I function um, the most uh, healthily for my life. Because as you know, if I don't do much stuff, I stagnate and I ruminate and I get really stressed out and panicky. So I need to keep busy. But that isn't the case for everyone. And in saying that, even though I'm busy all the time, I have been napping every single day because I don't care anymore. I'm just like, I'm in pain. I'm going to nap. I'm tired. I'm going to nap. And also, animal crossing uh, on mobile <laughs> has been fun. Yeah. I recently downloaded, but I have to, I have uh, I have had to delete it because I got very addicted to it. And I would just play it all day instead of actually getting things done. Because like like you, I need to do some at least like two or three productive things in the day. Otherwise, I I just kind of feel like out of balance or something. Mm-hmm. That's true. And we should say we're both very um like dep- we lean towards depression easier. Yeah. Than some people, so it is kind of important for us to keep busy, especially yeah. during like an uh an especially um trying time like this. Yeah, yeah, like a different time than we're used to. Yeah. 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 Like it, but it also genuinely shocks me. Like how many people I see pretending like it's no big deal that we're like they don't understand why we're in quarantine. Like yesterday. I went on, like, some errands with my dad. Like, basically, we were giving out, like, samples. Like, iftar basically was happening in a few, like, an hour or so. And we said, you know what? Since we can't go out and share this meal with everyone, we'll share some of our meal with, like, our closest friends and family. So we were just doing that. And it was the first time I'd left my house since, basically, March. And I was shocked to see how many people were just walking around pretending like nothing's wrong i didn't go to the town center so i didn't see how bad it was oh i haven't been in ages i literally just went to tesco extra for groceries and that was about it like i have not been going yeah like there are certain parts of the town where there it was like quiet and you wouldn't really like you knew everyone was on quarantine there were other parts where people were just chilling talking to each other and i was like guys you could do this over text okay you're the reason we still have to stay in quarantine. Yeah, like, we have been Zoom chatting. All of our friends have been Zoom chatting instead exactly. of getting up. So I don't get what the big deal is about people not following the rules. I don't understand why it's so hard. Like, could you just please stay inside for a few weeks so the rest yeah. of us can also get out sometime? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. What is it? Vian and her multimedia team who were really nice and supportive and flirty when Ooh. I was going through a whole like uh, medical legal thing and uh, they helped me kind of nav- uh, navigate uh, Spotify and Discord as best as they could while they were midway between like exam stuff so like major props to all of them yes. they're so sweet and I'd love to meet more of them in the future <laughs> yeah. 
all of my most of my favorite characters have a love for physics and i'm like i must have a love if i want to be like him just fall in love with someone who has a love for physics and you're ultimately tied to a love for physics that's so weird because arthur is brilliant at physics he's like the best in our class i'm jealous that you have a crush cuz currently I keep yo-yoing between I have a crush and also no, I'm a strong independent woman who doesn't need no person. And it's just we all know it's a lie. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry, but it is. I gosh, Ali. Oh, Ali's her tutor for physics and things. Oh, good, good. Good. Her head is really good. Mm. No, but I don't know. If anyone likes me during quarantine time, like it's time to shoot their shot, babe. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I'm just like, just fuck it, just say things that you wouldn't normally say. Cause what are what's, what are they gonna do? Block you? That's the best thing. They could be able to meet each other in like mid July. So like, why not? Just do it. <laughs> Kasha, with those with those uh Shia LaBeouf um quotes. <laughs> I've already flirted enough with people. I think I'm done. Yeah. I was like, okay, today I might tell Arthur I like him, but then I was like, I have too much shit to do today. I'm just gonna tell him tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow and then the next day and then or just have crushes on people in different countries. Or just have crushes on people in different countries. Uh, the struggle of that, um, the struggle. I'd rather yeah. have crushes on someone in a different county, so at least I have a chance of meeting them in the future. <laughs> you know? You know what the worst thing is, though, is having a crush on a celebrity, but then... Like, they're low-key unknown, but then you hope that, like, you want them to do great, and you want them to be known, but then you hope that not too many people like them. It's just really confusing. Can you just read Dara's um, comment for I a just second? don't want to meet them in real life. Honestly, isn't that a mood? That's just That's a such a mood, mood, but also, hon, of course you don't. It's because you've already met us, and you're just so infatuated with us platonically. <laughs> Like, you just can't cope with more crushes. I know, she's overwhelmed with the crushes. She's being crushed by the crushes. You're just, on. you're just overwhelmed. It's okay. We I know my radiance is a lot to take in for a lot of people. Like, just ask Kalima. I'm just too much for her. That's why she has to pretend like she doesn't yeah. love me. I mean, when you, me, pride, flirting, Oof. it was a dream. <laughs> that was something else that was a bit steamy in those photos <laughs> oh my god what is it um, no but honestly if people like me now is the time to make the move because with every day that we're in quarantine my standards are getting higher and higher and by the end of it like no one's going to want to flirt because my standards are going to be way up. They're like, just here. Yeah, like, what do you expect? 
all all day, right? I just look at photos of Keanu Reeves, Letitia Wright, and Sebastian Stan. My standards are going to be hella high, and they have to be British by the end of it. It's getting lower and lower for me, says Dara. <laughs> um, babe, I don't understand. Why can't you just be content with us? Yeah, why do you always have to go out for other people? Like, like, are we not enough? Are we not enough? <laughs> no, but in all honesty, someone. Flirt with me. But mean it. <laughs> like, like, flirt with me and mean it. Is that too much to ask? Clearly, since okay. people can't do it. I mean, I know I'm intimidating because I give off this, like, overly confident exterior. I mean, overly confident, yeah. <laughs> but, like... Hon, you know me. I am far from. <laughs> For real, why For do real, I why need... need male attention to survive? That's my major flaw. It is. T. T, sis. But sure, I need female attention, and I'm not doing any better, sweetheart. <laughs> no better. This no one is like flirting. I hate him. And both you keep sending me ads, and I'm done. Done. Popo is trying to get you. It's trying to get your mom some grandkids. <laughs> this is why Cass and um, Sandra are soulmates. Platonic soulmates. On you know, <laughs> in some other life or universe, we were married. Oh, for sure. Mm. That's deep. We are all on the same boat, darling. I know, it's a pity that we're not each other's types. <laughs> but honestly, you cannot tell me that in an alternate reality, Sandra and Cass did not both murder their rich husband and then run off and elope together. You cannot tell me that didn't happen. It did. I see it with my mind. Keep. With my third eye. Keep. Um... Which is why, like, I can't meet any of Cass's friends. Because I'm so much better than all of them. <laughs> I'm not, wow. I'm really not. I'm really wow. not. But the problem is that I would probably, like, blush near them. <laughs> like, immensely. And just, like, freeze up. And they'll be like, hi, Sandra. And I'll be like... <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Yeah, Bishoff gets it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask, is it freezing where anyone else is living? Not like completely. They all so weak. Are they weak? <laughs> oh my god, tell me. Tell me. Oh. <laughs> what is it? It's not freezing, but um, if you're not careful, you'll get a cold. You know what I mean? That's my cousin. <laughs> Hi, hon. What is it? Babe, tell me the tea. What is it? Um, No, it's not freezing, but it's more like you can't be wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, like, look at me. I'm wearing a hoodie. And I was wearing a t-shirt. Yeah, like, I'm wearing this. Like, I never wear like, this. Fluffy socks. Like, never. 
It is like secondhand though. So like we stand a sustainable queen. Uh, <laughs> half of them see boobs and it's like, oh my God. See, I don't get why more of them are flirting with me. I have all the assets. I had a perfect story, but I want to keep this PG-13, so I can't really say it. Are you sure, hon? Can you not make it, like, not PG? Okay, I'll try to make it as PG as I can. So one yeah. time, um, me and my friend, Jack, right, we're just out and about, and Jack Florida. saw this no. really hot girl. Like, I, even I thought, wow, she is gorgeous. And um, so... I cannot forgive him and I literally haven't hung out with him ever since. And this was like a year and a half ago. So so me and Jack were just chilling and we were sitting at a table, right? And the table was, um, well, it wasn't more so a table. It was like a bar. Like, how do I explain this? It was against the wall. The table was against the wall, right? Okay. And we were just sitting around the table and the girl passed us by like she because we were sitting at the window, so the girl passes by. And I yeah. think y'all know what's about to happen. We're just looking at the girl, and then a few minutes later, we just hear this to underneath the table. And I was like, Jack, do you wanna... What was that? And he's like, I think I need to go home and take a shower. And I was like, I think you need to do that. Yeah. And I was like, we are in public. We are with... Ch- well, we weren't with children, but we are in the close radius of little ones. I was like, are you a virgin that you're getting? We saw her for 10 seconds. What is this? Oh my God. Yeah, I'm disgusted, honestly. <laughs> I was just like, Lord help whoever you're marrying because your honeymoon won't not be a long night, can I just say? <laughs> No getting off and off and off and off. Oh. Tara, give me more tea. Your friends are all weak and we're stronger than them. (laughs) That's what we need to know. Honestly. That's all we need to know. Your yeah. earrings remind me of one time when I was hanging out with my other friend, and she has those big, huge hoop earrings, and her three-year-old nephew put his hand inside one of them oh. and wrenched them. Thankfully, oh. her ear didn't come off, because, like, she went with it, but, oh. God. Some of them. Some of them are weak. Some of them don't have <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. What a nice type. Oh, my God. I'm like... Well, aren't the standards high here? My standards are so high. So please give me all the information. Yeah. Nice story. <laughs> oh my God. You get it. Like this is why I don't hang out with guys. They're just too weird for me. Then I don't hang out with girls because I don't get what they're talking about. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Plus every single guy is literally like nudes question mark. Even then, like, face-to-face. So can I just say, um, if if I'm ever marrying someone and they don't, like, they're not... Well, I don't like to romantic, so I don't really know what I'm saying. But, like, I, can I just say, I have, like, five Persian dudes in my DMs 
offering 10 goats for me and one of them has written a love poem and he's gonna name his child after me. <laughs> Y'all better step up your game.